What's going on, guys? Welcome back into the It's Call Football podcast. Things are a little different now, self-quarantine, so we're all over Zoom. As you can see, I got Robbie and Mia with me today. Um, and me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, basically, I don't know how I managed to get my shirt to be my Zoom background, but it is. <laughs> so, I figured what better way to uh, to represent and get some clicks on the thumbnail. <laughs> Oh, fantastic. So it's been a while, huh? It's been a minute. Definitely, man. It's crazy. Um, I think since like early March. I'm also eating. So just a heads up. <laughs> this is what quarantine's done to us. We got everything on this podcast now. We got, you know, football talks, little Mia Khalifa talk. Hey, bro. Hey, <laughs> hey bro. That's my girl. <laughs> I think you're talking about. I think her husband would beg to differ. Hey, we don't talk about that, man. Uh, <laughs> All right. So I, there's no football going on. That's that's no surprise. But we did want to say thank you so much for 200 subscribers. Like, oh my gosh, yes. So 200. Thank you all. 100. percent Also, I wanted to quit, do a quick little plug. Um, a lot of you guys have been coming from my Twitch channel. Twitch.tv slash Jose IFC, or ICS. <laughs> I got my own plug wrong. Um, but yeah, we've got tons of different people here. We've started to create a bit of a community, honestly. It's really cool, and I'm uh, super happy to have everybody on board. Yeah, bet, yeah. Um, honestly, like if you're into the FIFA gaming stuff or just gaming in general, run over to Twitch, check out his stuff. Uh, a lot of the times, if it's not too... If the hours aren't too crazy, I'll be in the chat as a moderator. So you need to go over there and chat with us. It'd be cool. Definitely. In person, real time. Now, I feel like – let's start before we jump into the football slash soccer topics. How are you dealing with everything? How have you been? Um, frustrated. Um, I mean, as you know, but – uh, a lot of the people don't. I'm in the process of moving. And with this whole, you know, um, quarantine thing, it, it's been very, it's been a very difficult process getting my internet and all that kind of stuff set up because the technicians aren't allowed to come into your, your homes or your apartments anymore. And your cloud's gotten so big that, I mean, your house is just huge. Oh, dude, Honestly. I, there's a, there's going to be a video dropping later this week about it. So you guys make sure to check that out. But, yeah, you got the subscribers have been <laughs> piling the racks up, man. Rolling in, bro. It's crazy. Yeah. Jose will be joining the ICF house at some point this year. <laughs> but yeah, man. Just I'm just I honestly I'm taking it day by day because I can't really plan for much. You know? Yeah. I'm taking it day by day. I'm just rolling with the punches right now. And we hope you guys are too. Definitely please stay safe. Follow the guidelines set out by your government. Of course, we are not healthcare professionals. We uh, are not the go-to authority for this. But we hope everybody's staying safe and doing the best mentally that they can. And th this is a Zoom background, by the way, just in case somebody really thought I was chilling on the beach. The YouTube money, you know, as Jose was saying. <laughs> and Mia Khalifa is actually not here with me. Um, I, 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 I lied. I'm sorry, guys. Now, <laughs> um, 
last thing I think we should hit real quick. Um, with everything going on with the quarantine, we've had to do one of these with our content. And so <laughs> in an attempt to keep pushing stuff out, uh, we've started a series called The Quarantine King. Please check it out. It's a gaming series, but it's got a nice little spin that I think everybody will enjoy. Um, that's all I have to say. I think it's time we get into the big, big yeah. news that are definitely not happening. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, like, like, real quick, like Jose said, uh, we really have had to completely rethink because we had a lot of content planned, and a lot of that content required us to meet with other people and be outside, which we can no longer do. So we've really had to rethink a lot of how we're going to be pushing content. So like Jose said, there's a Quarantine King series that's, that's dropping every single week on the channel. And uh, we are working to get other stuff up and running as well. And obviously the podcast back is back now. So, so that's dope. But jumping right into the football, because there is none. Um, let's just talk about the current state of football. Like where we're at. There, there really is no concrete plan yet every other day it's a new you know this new strategy oh it's going to be behind closed doors or oh the season's canceled or you're just going to award the you know the the leagues to whoever's in first place you know just give me some of your thoughts on on where we currently are yeah definitely I mean the latest news that I saw today was that uh the Premier League is going to tell players to be prepared to resume resume full training at the end of May in order to have a 35-day period where they just bang out like three games a week per team um, to try and finish everything off. I I think the most responsible and the moral thing to do is to wait until everybody's safe, even whatever this means for the season, and it sucks for Liverpool fans, but whatever that means, the most important thing is the safety of the players and their families. And I, that? I think that if you're like, oh, yeah, let's bang out three games, you know, uh, every week. That, that sounds like injury city right there, like players going yeah. down left and right. If you're if you're talking like that. And of, of course, they do that over the December period. But like they've had months and months to build up to that. You know, and not- even yeah, the injuries are going to pile everything up to an enormous amount and those 35 days are not going to be good for the players physically much less mentally with everything going on because as much as some of us are struggling we got to recognize that these players despite being millionaires most of them they're still suffering the same way we are you know right right yeah i mean how much money they have doesn't mean that they don't they're not human at the end of the day. They're not machines. They're not robots. Even though they train to perform at a high level, like most of us don't, they're still human. Exactly. So above all, that's my main priority for this period. If the football does come back, uh, I'm going to be very happy. It's been weird living in such a interesting time without football or without transfer news, the pedigree or level that they've been at in the past. But we adapt and we move forward. Um, right. Uh, speaking of moving, the Euros pushed back to next year already. Yes. Yep. Smart decision. Don't leave people in limbo. Don't. They handle that the right way. The sooner the better as far as that announcement goes in my eyes. And 
it'll make for a hectic international break for the next few years because that's one year ticked off of World Cup qualifiers. What are they going to do with that? You know, it's going to be really interesting. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. It'll be good for us. That just means more football and more more competitive football. So it's good for us. 100%. I did want to go ahead and talk about um, more on the financial side, but there have been large questions raised of every club as far as paying the full wages of their players and their non-playing staff. So we're going to break this down into two parts, I was thinking. First, as far as player wages, uh, would you be opposed to player wages being cut at all? I think if you're talking about some of the smaller clubs, then, okay, I get it. They need to be able to support themselves financially in a time where they're not, where they're depending on, where they depend on the amount of tickets that they they sell, you know, to function. And because they can't sell tickets because there's no games, yeah, they need to cut how much they're going to pay the players. I get that. If you're talking about these behemoths of the, which are essentially corporations, you know, you're talking about your top six in England. You're talking about your Real Madrid's Barcelona Atletico. You're talking about PSG, Juve, Inter, Bayern, Dortmund. You're talking about machines on the business side. I don't know. I mean, like, if they feel like they need to cut player wages to – help maintain or to help um, keep the rest of the staff paid. Okay. But if they're just talking about cutting it to just stop the bleeding so the owners can keep as much money as possible. Nah, bro. Nah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I don't think it should be the first line of defense. I think owners are there for a reason. Sure. You can talk about liquid cash, whatever you want. They're still the owner and the head of that club and they need to act like it in a time like this. We demand a lot of uh, landlords. These are landlords to the biggest degree, you know? Um, I, I do like to see a lot of the players coming out in their defense and saying, it, primarily in Arsenal's case, because Arsenal just seems to be the most vocal with everything. Um, but players come out coming out and demanding more from their owners, more information as far as where their cut wages are going, things like that. Uh, on the other side, you've got a team like Tottenham Hotspur who had agreed to uh, go with the government furlough plan and lay off their non-playing staff that couldn't complete their duties from home. And there's been huge, huge levels of criticism, not just from rival fans and citizens wide, but also from their own fans, saying that, that that behavior is not acceptable in a time like this. And I agree with that wholeheartedly. And credit to them, they have since turned around and decided to go back on their initial plan, and they are going to provide a cut pay to everybody. Right. Um, I believe Liverpool did the same thing. They at, at first decided to furlough their non-playing staff, and then they took a major U-turn. Yep, as they should, yeah. as they should. Um, they need to be exemplary figures in this time and lead by example. So good to see those people getting the justice that they deserve. Last thing you need now is unemployment. And thankfully, you and I are both in fairly safe positions. But that's not the case for everybody. Exactly, exactly. Luckily, we are fortunate enough to be able to do our jobs from home. 
you know, but I have, we have a lot of mutual friends who work in the service industry who are not, who weren't so lucky and who they were one of the millions upon millions of people that filed for unemployment over the past few weeks, you know? Yep. So, I mean, we are fortunate to be able to do that. Um, and I think that these owners are in a very fortunate position as well to be able to, to most of them are billionaires, if not multimillionaires, you know, um, mm-hmm. yep. Therefore, they, they, I mean, that, that, that comes with the territory. You want to own a club, shit hits the fan, bro. You have to step up. You're the owner. Simple as. And it's yeah. a lot easier for some than others. You know, it's a lot easier for uh, a Man City or a PSG or a Man United because, I mean, let's be honest, they are rolling in dough. And if you're talking about like a four screen Rovers or, you know, a team that, Northampton, exactly a team that is side, yeah, isn't rolling rolling in the door in the dough, you know. And it sucks for the teams like, for example, hashtag United Spencer Owens team. Um, they just had a great season, and it's all going to get cut off because of everything going on. And that was their chance to move up a division. That's huge, yeah, for a team in non-league football. And there's a lot of injustices going on, but unfortunately, I don't see a solution where everybody wins. No, somebody's got to lose, unfortunately. Or it's really like picking the shinier two shits at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, Speaking of shit, I see that you wrote down some transfer rumors here. Yeah. (laughs) These are... Not at all what I've been seeing, and these look atrocious. Did you just make these up? No, bro. These are these are stuff that I've actually been seeing. What the fuck is going on with the media? There's no football. And around this time anyway, the transfer rumors every 24 hours is changing. So These are awful. Uh, this is what I'm seeing. I literally went and I looked. I was like, let me see what transfer news is happening. This is what came out. So let's go in order of <clears throat> likelihood. Uh, let's leave the crazy ones for last. Okay, okay. Well, so you might have some different opinions on the likelihood ones, but all right. I'll let there you- are two here that I will s- slap you virtually across the face if you think <laughs> is actually going to happen. All right. <clears throat> I'll, let you, I'll let you lead the way and I'll follow. Okay. So most credible or legit rumor I would say City being linked with Theo Hernandez from AC Milan. Left back, you guys have an obvious need for a left back here. Um, everything you've said about Mendy has been complete trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a horrible left back situation. Um, we honestly let our best left back, Angelino, go to RB Leipzig. Yeah. It was a mistake. And, you know, uh, Zinchenko's had his injury problems lately, and Mendy hasn't been the Mendy that – he was at Monaco since he joined due to, you know, a lot, a of, lot injuries, of injuries, a lot of injuries over the past three years, unfortunately. So I, it's one of those, it's, it's like the last, other than another center back, it's the last gaping hole that city have in their squad. Now and, does a Theo Hernandez coming in or someone of that pedigree, Renan Lodi, someone like that, does that, why are you making that face? I don't, I don't rate Theo Hernandez. 
I don't want him at the club, if I'm being completely honest. But go ahead. <laughs> so does another left back coming in mean Mendy leaves or Zinchenko takes a spot in the midfield? Uh, Zinchenko, from what I've seen, Zinchenko has no intention on leaving. I know that there's um, – I'm pretty sure there's a couple of unnamed teams in France who are interested in taking on Mendy. So I think that if we do go and buy another left back, Mindy's out. I think Guardiola's had it with him, to be completely honest with you. Uh, Which is unfortunate because he had a lot of potential when he came in from Monaco. But, you know, at this point, it is what it is. Um, I wouldn't want to see City go for somebody like Theo Hernandez. I don't think he's good enough. Um, I, if I'm like, if you're going to go, man, I'd go all out and go for one of the best left backs out there in my. Such as? Uh, David Alaba, who is reportedly unsettled at Bayern. and Looking at potentially letting his contract run down. Exactly. You know, my thing is, if he's unsettled at Bayern, Bayern wants Sané, Sané wants to go, let's bang something out. Now, what's Alaba's <laughs> – let's do what now? Uh, sorry. Uh... <laughs> uh, now, what's David Alaba's best position? Left back, center back, defensive midfield? What, right, right. He is what's going on. He is he is one of the most versatile players out there. Um, and he's going to Arsenal. I mean, it's a possibility. <laughs> I don't know if y'all need another left back at the moment, but you know. No, I mean, we need a solid midfielder and center back depth. Which is fair. Which is fair. And I think that's another reason Guardiola and the fact that Guardiola's already worked with him. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying. Um, There's a lot of pull to the Premier League, specifically for David Alba. Exactly. And, I mean, he's getting to that point where this is probably going to be his last big move. Which is crazy because I still think of him as, like, a 22-year-old kid. No. Yeah, exactly. But but he's – he's. I don't even know exactly. He's 28 now. <laughs> yep. This is his last big money move. Right? Yep. So, so it'll be interesting where he goes. Fingers crossed. But I've seen him linked to um, some other clubs. I've seen him linked to Arsenal. I've seen him link to PSG, but PSG is linked to everybody. So, True, true. Now, speaking of PSG, I think the next quote-unquote most likely rumor out of the ones that you've written here is Neymar and Griezmann in a swap deal. Um, Messi's come out and trashed rumors that he and Griezmann don't get along, things like that, fake tweets, stuff like that. Um, but Griezmann, it, I said it even last year when he made the move, he doesn't feel like he fits in attacking wise because I I've always seen him more of a central player, a central striker than in the left wing where he's been played predominantly. Right. And I think that causes some sort of tension between him and the rest of the attacking force. Right. And I totally agree with you, which is why I think that if this was going to happen, if they were going to swap a player for to get Neymar back to Barcelona, why wouldn't they just offload Usman Dembele? Well, here's the thing. Dembele is a right-sided player. And Griezmann played mostly on the left. Neymar plays on the left. I mean, Neymar can play anywhere. but Right, but so can Dembele. Dembele has a four-star weak foot. I'm not talking FIFA terms. Hey. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, look, look at how he plays. I mean, you, you, if you didn't know, you wouldn't be able to tell which side he's most dominant on. But here's the thing, he doesn't play. He's injured nonstop, which 
helps towards Barcelona potentially getting rid of him because I know they're probably sick of all his injuries and his lack of discipline as far as training. But I don't know. I can realistically see either of them go. I don't think Barcelona is going to want to become a retirement home of attackers, though. Luis Suarez is getting on an age. Messi's getting on an age. Griezmann is in his peak about to be 30. You need some youth in there. Right. You don't need a 28-year-old Neymar. Well, is, it, is this where they go back to their roots and start bringing people through La Masia or what? Like, I mean, they've been try- it's not that they haven't been trying, but – Good enough. Exactly. Exactly. Ansu Fati is good enough, but that's one out of how many, <laughs> you know? I mean that's fair. I personally I don't know if this is gonna happen. I think I think at some point Neymar will go back to Barcelona. Um don't know if Griezmann's gonna go the other way. Don't even know if Griezmann wants to play for PSG. I get that he's French and all, but you know. I mean, he's very much embraced the Spanish side of his life. Uh, you know, very close ties with Uruguay. Right. Very close ties with Spain as a whole. Uh, so we'll see. I don't know. But the main reason I put that one at two is because the rest of these start to get a little silly. Uh, Holland and Jovic swap deal would be my next most likely quote-unquote pick. Um, and here's where my concerns lie. I don't think this transfer window is going to be insane. Because Match day revenue is where a lot of clubs make their bread and butter, how they stay afloat. That's gone down to literally zero. And not only that, a lot of teams are having to pay back the season tickets that they were promised, especially if the season doesn't continue. Now, the transfer window will likely be delayed, but you're not going to see 100-plus million euro transfers. Right. Maybe, maybe one. But I don't think this is the summer where Neymar leaves unless there's three or four players involved. I don't see this as something where Holland leaves at all, period. One, because Holland has stated he's comfortable staying in Dortmund until he feels he's ready for that next step, which I take that as another year in Dortmund. But two, Real Madrid's been adamant that they want to give Jovic another season. And then Sidan's <laughs> coming out and saying he's not sure about Jovic's future. He's very much in the air. But a Holland and Jovic swap deal, I, I, I just can't see it personally. Not this summer. Maybe in the future. Exactly. Maybe next summer when things are more normal. I mean, look, Jovic was best when he was in the Bundesliga. Um, That's true. So I'm curious to see what your last – non-crazy one is and I think I have an idea of what you say is the most crazy but but go ahead definitely definitely you know you know my answer next one uh second to last spot Coutinho to Chelsea or Leicester City now you putting Chelsea there saved it but if Coutinho goes to Leicester I'm not gonna say it because this is how crazy shit happens but <laughs> I'll say, like, I'll, I, uh, I want to cut clear. off my left nut. No, I'm not going to do that. From where uh, also, so you know, uh, looks like there's a little bit of audio issues because oh. I was still talking, and then you tried to talk. 
No, no audio issues. I was just trying to get a point across before you said me. No, but you were cutting off when I was trying to talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, your audio was cut off. I couldn't hear you. Oh, word? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, just a heads up for anybody listening. If it sounds really wonky, we're working on it. Um, but, yeah, go ahead. I, th- this is a loan deal. The From the reports that I see, yeah. inquired about him on a loan deal, and so did Chelsea. Yeah. And that's how any move for Coutinho would be. That's why Byron took the loan deal. Coutinho's a really good player that is all of a sudden not looking so hot long-term. Looking a little inconsistent, a little uncommitted. Um, he did well in Bayern. But that was a two-year loan deal that then didn't end up in a purchase. Uh, I think he'll be on another loan. <laughs> I, I don't think he'll go to Leicester City because he would definitely have interest from other clubs. Uh, I've, I've said for a while I think he'll go to Arsenal. Um, but he's also very likely to go to Chelsea. I don't see why not. Give Hudson Adoy and Christian Pulisic more time to develop. Replace one of an agent, Willian or Pedro. Most likely Willian. I'm sorry, you were saying? Both of them. Both of them, yeah, honestly. Um, but I, I think he's bound to come back to the Premier League. I don't see Barcelona giving him another chance, which is a shame because they never really utilized him the right way. Um, Arsenal's kind of become loan option to buy FC, though. And I think a loan for a player of that caliber would be really attractive to them. Honestly, at this point, Coutinho could go just anywhere. Anywhere. Just about anywhere. Yeah. You know, he's he's good enough to play for Barcelona, but they don't want him, which means that he's good enough to play anywhere. What if Mane goes to Real Madrid and Liverpool are looking to get something back in? Like a Coutinho. That would be interesting. Now, do you think Real Madrid would go for Mane before they went for Mbappe? In this this summer? You think they just say, we'll get both of them because we're Real Madrid? They're Real Madrid, but also it it's mad right now. <laughs> Simple <laughs> as that. I think they could go for a Mane this year and, you know, test him out, test other players out like Jovic, give players other chances, and then next summer, if Mane doesn't work out, ship him to PSG as part of that deal, you know? I think – no team needs to splash the cash that big this summer. I don't think, like you said, I because of all the financial stress that's been put on everybody, I don't think they'll be willing to. Um, unless you've got a team like Chelsea who have had a transfer ban and simply just have not spent any money, so they have a massive war chest. Chelsea um, are winning. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they, they did it right. They saved. To be um, fair, they've already purchased Ziyech. Or Ziyech. Who plays in the central areas, but likes to play on the wing, you know, in that sort of middle area. Does that leave room for a Coutinho who operates very much the same way? Not necessarily. Especially when you've got guys, especially when that midfield is so crowded already, like Ruben Loftus-Cheek is coming back. you got Pulisic who can play there. you got Mason Mount coming through. You know, you've got um, obviously – Kovacic, Conte, Jorginho. That midfield is crowded, you know. Yeah, no. So I don't. That's why I don't know if Coutinho will go to Chelsea. But it's Chelsea, so you never really know. You never know. 
You really don't. Uh, I think Chelsea just need to get fullbacks, sort that whole defense out, and a striker. That's fair. That's fair. They're missing a striker. That's Badly. Fair. Badly. You know, Didier Drogba left, and you wonder who's going to fill up the shoes. And Costa, Diego Costa, turns out he did a magnificent job in hindsight, looking at the struggles that they're having now. Yeah. Uh, question is, <laughs> I don't know. That, that, I mean, obviously they're talking about getting Jaden Sancho as well. He's, I know he's been heavily linked to Chelsea and Man United, but uh, I don't know. I, I think if he goes anywhere, he'll go to United, to be completely honest. Agreed. United's going to splash the cash. Yeah. Cash. I mean, honestly, Chelsea have a better squad right now than United, I would say. Uh, primarily in the midfield, but 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 Sancho is some is someone that especially if Pogba leaves, like building a team around that Sancho Fernandez link could end up being very special. For United, yes, 100%. United are in need of one more attacker and a midfield revamp. And that started with Bruno Fernandes. But if Fred can't continue the uptick in form that he's had, they need to reinvest in that midfield. As far as their defense, a left back, sure. Juan Bissaka's fine. Harry Maguire and Lindelof are honestly a lot better than people give him credit for. And David De Gea... As much as he struggled over the last year and a half, he's still a top goalkeeper. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah, he struggled for the past season, season and a half, you could say, but he's still Spain's number one. I did say season and a half. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, I, I personally think United have the chance to really, really be a super dangerous team. I think United have a much better squad than people realize. And I think Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer has become a much better manager than people realize. Oh, you heard it here first. Jose thinks United is winning the Champions League. I didn't say that unless they do win the Champions League, in which case I did say that. <laughs> oh, and now he's a genius, huh? <laughs> I mean, hey, they're either going to win it or they're not. You heard it here first. <laughs> Bad boy spit. Facts. All right. But, um, yeah, no, I think United's good. Last up, Lingard to Arsenal. Now, I why, don't know where the fuck you heard this. Oh, crazy. Like, why is this so crazy to you? I don't understand. I don't know where you heard this, man. <laughs> on, on, on the internet. What part of the internet? Because yeah. you need to never visit there again. <laughs> so, I mean – what do you want me to say about this? Would you want – okay, obviously that's not the right answer. How would you feel if Arsenal went for Lingard? It would feel like a bit of a waste because he's a 20-year-old attacking midfielder that's proven about as much in the Premier League as Emile Smith-Rowe, who still has a career ahead of him. Hey, be easy. He's a youngster, bro. Give him a chance. <laughs> and that's nothing against J Jesse Lingard, the guy. He's a super cool dude. But I don't think – we need him in the midfield as much as we may need other players. No, right. I, I agree. I agree. That, I, I, the only reason I, that I put that one in there be, is because Arsenal make dumb business or not business transfer decisions all the time. And it wouldn't surprise Such me. as? And it wouldn't surprise me. Such as? Mm -hmm. 
let's talk about all the players that you guys were supposed to sign but slipped through your fingers. Okay. That's not a transfer decision, though. You make it sound like the players we bring in aren't always shit, which I would say they're not always shit. No, they're not always shit, but they're they're shit. Like who? Mustafi. Also, hold on, guys. I apologize if you hear some music in the background. There are other people in this house who are playing music very loud right now. But go ahead. I mean, yeah, Mustafi hasn't been a success. I, I won't even joke or, you know, won't even argue about that one. To be fair, though, the last two months he's been really good. But while we're on the topic of Arsenal, I wanted to ask you because I saw some reports the other day that Bamiang – is seriously looking to leave to go to Barcelona. What, what yes. Are your thoughts on that? Because I think that's a very interesting topic. That report came from TalkSport, who continuously talks shit. And I highly doubt once Aubameyang makes a decision, or if he has made a decision, that he'll tell TalkSport, of all people, during the coronavirus pandemic. That's, so it's a no from you, huh? No, not necessarily a no. It's a no from... It's a no for talk sport. It's a no for their report. I think it's very likely that he leaves for Barcelona. And it would be better for us to sell him to Barcelona than United, Chelsea, City, getting him on a free right. a year after. I. That being said, I don't mind getting rid of him on a free, to be completely honest. I think if he doesn't decide to extend and he stays for one more year, and he leaves on a free, I think he can provide us with another top season before he goes. And that might be what we need to get into the top four and then be able to enter the Champions League with the ability to rebuild and find a replacement. And who would that replacement be in your eyes? Because obviously you're still a ways away from that because he hasn't even left yet. (laughs) You know, he may sign contract but but in your eyes if a bomb gang because the likelihood is he will leave and he will probably leave for a team like barcelona who in your eyes is, the, is a good replacement realistic that you can that you know you can bring in mbappe no i'm kidding <laughs> get out um you don't replace him you don't you can't replace a player of that caliber that's why ronaldo uh, absence in Real Madrid has cost them massively. That's why Messi's absence when he leaves Barcelona is going to cost them massively if they don't plan now for it. Right. And the way you replace a generational player, or in Arsenal's case, the best striker that they've had since Robin Van Persie and arguably before, you build the team around that position. That way the next person that comes in isn't shell-shocked by the task that he has at his hands. I think you could put in a Gabriel Martinelli in the center with a Lacazette, or even if Lacazette leaves, which he's rumored to have already pretty much packed his bags ready to go to Atleti. So that's another that's another thing up in the air. But I think that sort of wide inside forward presence, within the squad, you can only pre- replace that with Martinelli. And when you look at other players that are going to be available over the next few years, there are very few that are going to be able to do that. So what we got to decide now is if we're going to continue to play the way that we are, that's the first question, um, is what we've seen from Mikel Arteta just 
accommodating the team to what his ideas are, or is this the kind of football that he's going to play in the future? Right. And if this is the case, because we can't anticipate anything else, then you've got an inside forward and a wide threat. And I think Pepe has always operated more as an inside forward than a pure out-and-out wide player. So I think you get a pure wide-playing left-sided player to replace Aubameyang. Not the same profile, but someone who's going to be able to overlap and underlap with Kieran Tierney or Bukayo Saka on the left side and allow a player like Pepe, a player like Bellerin, to cut more inside. That way you have that 2-3-5 shape and you have an inside forward and a wide player opposite each other. Right. So I think that's the only way you replace them. If you try to find the next Aubameyang, you're going to fail and your club's going to be a mess. More of a mess, but yeah, that that's a that's a um, that's a good analysis and breakdown from from your perspective. Uh, Thank you. I, I I've, I'll be honest, I completely forgot that you guys had Pepe. So <laughs> I and forgot that he was there. I'll tell you what, Unai Emery, um, to his credit, ironically, <laughs> uh, he was so shit he didn't play Pepe as much as he should have. And as a result, now that Pepe's kind of gotten on his – I forget the saying. Now that he's kind of picked up in stride, he's actually been one of the biggest goal contributors in the entire squad. And he's quietly had a really good season. And I wouldn't be surprised if that continues moving forward as Bellerin improves in pace. Um, in case we get another right back, which I don't think is likely, but we've been linked with a few already namely Hakimi from Dortmund slash Real Madrid. I don't think that's going to happen. But as that right side gets more prolific, I think Pepe's actually going to be a really good player in the Premier League. I, I just want the Premier League to come back. But, yeah. <laughs> now, um, that that's really all I had for for today. Um, is, did you have any anything else football-related to talk about? or Honestly... I just miss it. <laughs> I it's weird. We, uh, we had plans for the off season, but we didn't think it would come this soon. <laughs> T- tell me about it, man. We had a lot of, we had a lot of, of content like planned out and ready for you guys. We were supposed to go to, we were supposed to travel to Philadelphia to go to the Premier League Fan Fest. And uh, we were going to record the whole thing, make a video out of it. And then that got canceled. We'll figure it out. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll we'll make it work. We'll, we'll make it work. We'll adapt. We won't do what we did last year and go to channel for six months. <laughs> or maybe no, we won't. No, <laughs> we, no, 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 we, sir. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for two hundred subs. Like I think we're sitting at like two hundred five right now, which is which is insane because ever since we hit two hundred every day, that number's just been taken up and up and up. So thank you again for all your support. I uh, really appreciate it. So, you know, just good. If you have any ideas for what kind of content you guys want to see, let us know in the comment section below. That's exactly what it's there for. And honestly, this is a crazy time for everybody, us included. Um, and we're not perfect. We're not these professional content creators <laughs> yet. What? <laughs> so if you guys have any thoughts of what you want to see us do or what you want us to talk about, Now's now's the best time for us to implement those ideas. Uh, yep, hundred um, percent. Let's let's test let's test our knowledge and see if we can remember 
all of our socials for the outro. Um, do you want to? Do you want Instagram? Do- it's called Football USA. Boom! Hey, check us out there because we've been a, we've been a, a really really active on Instagram lately, and uh, our followers have been going up. So we got appreciate you guys for following us on Instagram as well. But yeah, Twitter so at football. YouTube, it's called football. <laughs> Smash that like button. Otherwise, nobody will see this video. Or I should say less people will see this video than, than they already do because we're a small channel and the algorithm doesn't like us. But um, yep. and make sure to check out our Facebook as well because we've been posting videos there. Um, and, and Twitch, Jose, oh, ICF. <laughs> and, and at some point down the line, possibly I'll start a Twitch channel. We'll see. Ooh. Not for game, not, not, not gaming. I'm not a big gamer, but uh, the just chatting the just chatting category that they have in Twitch, I, I really like that. That's something that I, I think is really cool. Something I'd like to explore when, you know, um, people actually want to come in and chat with me. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, please stay safe, guys. Thank you for watching.